How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Pan Geekery Podcast, a weekly live video podcast celebrating all things geek from an all diverse perspective. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about a lot of things TV, film, video games, movies, comic books, novels. More stuff. I can't think of it right wow, now. Wow, there's a lot of stuff, <laughs> More stuff? More stuff. Covering all the nooks and crannies of fandom. My name is Earl Balon. I'm an actor, improviser, based in Los Angeles, California. And um, the first CD I ever bought, did we do this already? <gasps> no. Not yet. The That's a good one. The first CD I ever bought was uh, Michael Jackson Bad. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my name is Jennifer Zhang. I'm an actor, writer, um, Multimedia artist, I guess. Um, and the first CD I ever bought was Avril Lavigne's Let Go. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hi, guys. My name is Caitlin Fay. I'm an actor, a singer, a writer, and a director. And the first CD I ever bought, like actually that went to the steal. store, oh, yeah, steal. that I paid my actual <laughs> money with. <laughs> oh, I think it was. Um, that celebrity one, the latest album by InSync, Celebrity. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Walter. I'm a cameraman, editor, and just your general all-around guy. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> every time. Um, I'm a stack of tacos. My, <laughs> that's what I made up for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the first CD I bought, man, that's, I. <laughs> Damn it! Why oh, you steal that from me, Arnold? Uh, I was Boys to Men. Two wow. uh, or Cool Guy Harmony. Two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Good one. Uh, and as you can see today at the table, we have a guest, Mr. Emmett Fury. Woo! Hey, everybody. Would you like to introduce yourself, what you do? Yeah. Uh, I'm a writer and a transmedia storyteller, and um, I run RPGs and alternate reality games and all of that kind of stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Do you uh, remember your first CD? It was, it was some like garbage 2.0, I think. Oh, nice. Wow. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you got a quite electric um, uh, range e of. E eclectic? Eclectic. Electric. Yeah. Did I say electric? <laughs> electric. <laughs> yeah. Quite eclectic range of uh, tastes here. Mm -hmm. Electric. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thank you for everybody for being here uh, in the chat. Shout out to everybody in chat. Don't have it up right now, but we're, we're working on it. Sorry. Um, we're, we're sure you exist. It. Yeah, we sure you exist. <laughs> um, just to let you know, if you check out our Twitch page, there are a few ways that we've added. To, uh, if you like the podcast, if you feel like donating, you don't have to. I'm just saying if you want to. Do uh, it. No, there. they have to. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, but hit us up in the, in, the, uh, in the chat. We'll get your um, questions and hopefully... Somehow answer them on set um, <laughs> right here during the stream. But uh, check out our donation buttons. Um, do uh, throw us a sub if you want. Uh, if you have Twitch Prime, it is free for you to sub, and we still get a kickback from that. So um, if you have Twitch, if you have Amazon Prime, help us out. Um, you can also uh, give us some bits or cheers and stuff. And finally, uh, we put some uh, Amazon affiliate links um, towards the bottom of the page. So you can check out all the gear that we actually use to run the podcast, like the mixers, the TriCaster, the mics, and all that stuff. Um, and every time you do buy through our, our affiliate links, it does help us out. So yeah, do check it out. Um, finally, we are going to be talking, first of all, uh, after we fix this thing. I got really excited about everything you were saying. She earlier. beheaded okay. her mic. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Got it. Sorry. Let's get some gaff tape in there. Look at that. 
professional. No. Gaff tape her hand to her lap. That's what it is. Oh my god! <laughs> it's gaff tape her hand to her. You like that? And unusual. <laughs> Look at that. What an amazing gaff tape. <laughs> a sexy knot. Yeah. That's thanks, that's good, right? thanks that Arnold. Yeah. Dude, I'd hire you. Thank yeah, you. yeah, totally. <laughs> anyway. I'm so today, out. we have our guest, like I said, uh, our guest, Emmett Fury. We're going to talk to him for a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, Final Fantasy VII demo yeah. that dropped for PS4 this Woo! past week. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally, we're going to talk about a new Hulu series from Alex Garland uh, called Devs. We all watched that first episode, hopefully. So yes, we did. We're going to talk about that. Um, without further ado, Emmett Fury, what's up, man? Woo! Woo Welcome. Glad to be here. Oh, thank you for being here at the table. So um, you're not related to Nick Fury at all? <laughs> no. I'm a little disappointed. I don't have any Howling Commandos or... Uh, Old school shield, right there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yet. Not, Not yet. yet. <laughs> Not yet. This is true. If you could, which Helen Commando would you pick to be like your sidekick? Oh, wow. Dum Dum Dugan. On that one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Dum, 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 Dum Dum Dugan is a I mean, solid he's choice. iconic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, cool. what is this? What are you guys talking about? Yeah, I, I didn't oh, know sorry. either. I just pretended I knew. So this yeah. is old school Marvel, like oh. Silver Age. Wow. Know, like, Before I was born? Before all of us were born, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shield. Yeah, he, he was. It was Nick Fury and his Howling Commandos. Oh and they wow! Were, yeah. Oh, oh my god! Did not know. It's like post World War Two mm -hmm. uh, comic books. Cool. Oh, that's before me. And it was yeah. before Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, this I is when uh, <laughs> yeah. Nick Fury was a white dude. Back yeah. in the I, I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't think it was Samuel L. Jackson. David yeah. Hasselhoff, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's 80s Nick Fury. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I had no idea. That's the, crazy. the Hoff. Uh, so you are a transmedia artist, which is what you said in your um, yes. intro. Uh, what does that mean exactly? That's uh, a big buzzword. Nice. Uh, it, uh, I mean, it essentially means like uh, just telling stories across a, a bunch of different platforms. Uh, the earliest stuff I did with that was sort of in the – I was in the sort of indie L.A. web series world in the right. late sort of 2000s. And uh, I did a lot of um, – like I called social media storytelling, like uh, a lot of like playing fictional characters on Twitter in real time yeah, while a series was coming a out. And, a lot of you know, RPing, yeah, yeah inter interacting with the fans and talking to myself a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, I do that for you know. free. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, I did too for most of those years. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's how I got into that. Alternate reality games too, if you guys know those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, what kinds of alternate reality games have you done? Because, you know, you you hear so many, like, salacious stories of people rushing mm. in Hurricane Katrina to pick up, uh, you know, a call in a telephone salacious. booth just to continue their ARG game. Yes. <laughs> you know? Did you do anything of that sort, or was it something uh, a little more... Fortunately, there was no sort of national PJ. emergency happening. Uh, when okay. We did. I, uh, the biggest one I did was a couple years ago. I did one for Dungeons & Dragons. Nice. Uh, me and, and Elisa Teague. Elisa designed the puzzles, and I sort of ran the Twitter accounts. There was a whole, like... No Stone Unturned? Is that Yes. One? Got it. Yeah. Uh, Volo from Forgotten Realms. Oh, like, he, it was based on Volo? Nice. Yeah, he came to Earth and sort of voluntarily brought a... Uh, you know, he got hit a Twitter account. He brought a an item with him that he... What happened? Oh, yes, that is. <laughs> that is? There was the stream of many eyes was the... Uh, <laughs> A big event that the right. ARG was the lead up to. <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, he lost his memory and he, he has, you know, his Volo's Guide to Monsters right. and everything. And here he became like a Yelp reviewer and Hilarious. that sort of led people to different game stores where we had sent uh, these uh, keys that were attached to That is to clever. To. That's super cool. It was, uh, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So you worked with like local gaming stores to do that kind of stuff? Yeah, in different, uh, different cities and different oh, countries. Cool. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. 
Lost Your Memory just reminds me of every Korean drama ever. It's like the plot line is always like, and then he lost his memory. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We should yeah. just do that. <laughs> but um, right now you are the writer for Niantic. Yes, for uh, Ingress, which for is Ingress. Uh, uh, our company's original game, predated Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, and Wizards uh, United? And, and certainly before that. It, uh, it was the, it's the one IP that we kind of own ourselves, you know, which means mm-hmm. we have more freedom to. So it's interesting. Like, I'm not exactly a video game writer. It's more like I write all of the story stuff around that game that exists mm-hmm. in all sorts of... And that's always had sort of alternate reality game components, sort of what we call them ARG assets. It used to be like, before my time, it was like daily drops of in, in-world documents that were photoshopped mm-hmm. to look like redacted government mm-hmm. files and transcripts of phone conversations. And oh, wow. they're like... It was literally one a day for like five years or six years. So, you know, we can yeah. do the math on that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. But like Ingress itself is like a mobile AR game, right? And it's international. Its fan base is huge internationally. But it also exists in so many different forms, right? Like you have um, online, like the web series. You have the, um, the documents that you spoke of. What other forms are there of Ingress? Uh, I mean, you know, like it's always sort of evolving. One of the uh, things that has been most fun historically is we have our sort of lead characters of mm-hmm. which... Right. Uh, Jen plays Jen one. Plays one. Yes. Who's Jen? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just refer to yourself in the third person? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have these big live events and we traditionally send uh, actors to those and the fans can kind of interact with the characters in Anomalies, person. right? Yes, the yeah. an- anomaly events. So... Part of my job is to sort of write long documents for the actor to prep them because they're going to have to sort of immersive theater style, right. mm-hmm. like Improv. say stuff on the fly mm-hmm. and uh, just prep them to be like, these are the, probably the kinds of questions are going to be asked. These are like mm-hmm. types of things you should say. We talk yeah. about the ways you can say, I don't know, without sounding like, you know, that I don't you know. You really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, classified, all those things. For people who yeah. might not be familiar with this and mm-hmm. Jen threw in a, a, an acronym, AR, augmented A-R-G. reality, right? Yeah. So this is kind of ga- these are games that are people using on their phones and using their cameras, kind of like. Yeah, I mean it's it's a geolocation mobile game, just like Harry Potter and Pokemon. All the original uh, Pokemon portals were, in- or rather, uh, Pokemon Pokestops were Ingress portals before. It was mm. sort of that same because Ingress actually started, or rather, Niantic started as part of uh, Google, and eventually mm. and eventually uh, spun out, and then they got the Pokemon license, and that sort of blew up. Which is why you can log in with your Google account to sign in for a Pokemon Go account, right? Yeah. That's because they're all related. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's a dense story, but like essentially, Ingress is about this mysterious sort of subatomic energy called exotic matter that comes into the world through portals, which are these points of interest on in, within the, the mobile app. And uh, they are always at sort of like cool points of architecture or art or sculptures. And uh, there's sort of two factions. You pick between one of two factions. One is the enlightened who think XM is going to be the next stage of human evolution. And the other are the resistance who think it's like some sort of extra dimensional alien mind control mm-hmm. that's manipulating us. And it's been around for all of history and that kind of thing. And this is like, like the city maps change color, right? Because people are controlling the portals of in these landmarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. You make these, you can make these control fields, these triangles, and it's kind of fun to see, you know, you can make them, well, I mean, there's li- limits to the lengths you can make, but mm-hmm. there's ways to extend it. People have made, like, ones that have crossed, like, giant bodies of water. Uh, mm-hmm. You can look at the sort of uh, intel map, we call it, and mm-hmm. see sort of live, like, where are the portals? Uh, oh, mm-hmm. that's me. There's an echo. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit know. of feedback. We're there we are. Uh, Sorry. Okay. It's pretty fun. It's cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, so essentially, uh, these two factions, right, the Enlightened and the Resistance, they're battling for turf, right? Like, yes. Like territory over like these actual points of location. Yeah, if you find uh, a portal that's it's blue and green, Enlightened's mm-hmm. green, the Resistance is blue, if you find mm-hmm. a green portal, uh, you can do various attacks to sort of re- return that to sort of neutral and take it mm-hmm. yourself. And you can build, yeah, you can link that to two others or three, you know, and make these sort of uh, triangular fields, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no, because it's just, as you guys are talking about, that that reminds me of the first time I've ever, ever heard of Ingress or anyone I know playing it. And it just... It, it just popped up in my head just because as you're saying that, I remember this time we were driving around. I think it was in London. Yeah, we were in London. Mm. And then we're driving around and all of a sudden the guy driving and then his the guy in the back seat were just like, oh, I'm like, dude, you're driving. <laughs> They're like, you're playing yeah, it. there's playing. portals. And we, then they try to explain to me. I'm oh like, my God. but the guy, because the guy in the back was getting the advantage. I think they're different factions, but they're oh, passing wow. through the same thing. So the other guy was like, oh, take advantage of this. And I was like, hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. That's, you know, like, they, the, the players know way more than I do. Like, these these big anomaly events are big competitions that have big ramifications. And I know they do things. Like, one of the characters, one of the main characters, uh, a couple anomalies ago, had this power, like, these special things spawned wherever he went. And that character is aligned with one of the factions. So the people of that faction put him in a van and like drove him down a street, kind of like that. And then they planned they had their agents on buses, like going back and forth, following it. And oh my like, god! And you know they pulled off some really strategic, like you know fourth quarter kind of uh, yeah. uh, turnaround on that. Right. One. Wow. Uh, it was a whole new level of yeah, I, really I, devoted yeah. to this game. Because yeah, when they first explained it to me back then, I was just like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. I, I used to actually play Ingress like, really? a tell. long time ago when it first uh, popped up, and I was uh, enlightened. Um, no, was I resistance? I can't remember. I'm a bad loyalist. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I, I got to the point where, you know, I was walking around my neighborhood. At some point, I was just like, I would see, like, masses of people, like, gathering around a, a landmark. And I was like, uh, that looks like social interaction. I'm going to go <laughs> oh. And then I stopped. But yeah. It's, uh, I mean, one of my favorite uh, sort of story delivery mechanisms we have is uh, we call them media drops. And essentially, mm-hmm. like, we have our whole the portal network that crosses, like, the whole world and uh we can sort of make it that uh, like we could target a particular portal in a particular place for a particular time window and say anyone who hacks that portal gets this sort of media download and it Mm -hmm. just links to whatever we want and so like it's a fun way to be like you know we can set them up in anomaly events we're running a game now that's sort of like uh people are solving clues to know where they have to go to hack a particular portal to get Mm -hmm. a particular piece of media and it's you know as a person who like likes this kind of stuff knowing that like as a player, I could be the person, the first person to hack a portal to get the first access right. to, like, see a video of everyone in the world and right. sort of get the credit for having found it and sharing mm-hmm. it. Like, that that appeals to me as, That's as a story incentive. guy. Super yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, so, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> jinx. You want me to uh, I was going to say, um, I mean, Ingress has been around for how many years now? Like, uh, like seven? Yeah. Seven years, that. right? So then it, it's evolved a lot since then, right? So there's like Prime and then now there's Nemesis, right? Yes. I mean, I only barely joined very recently on the bandwagon as uh, Dr. Victoria Curies, which is part of the resistance. But can you tell us a little bit about like the evolution of that, like moving into this new like generation, I suppose, and like how things have changed? Uh, yeah, you know, um, this year we've gone a bit... Uh, we, we've sort of strayed a bit from that sort of like daily ARG asset drop thing. We still do those, 
but we've been sort of subbing in these sort of uh, live streams, of which uh, you did one, mm-hmm. uh, where like sort of uh, taking live questions from fans, sort of standing in for uh, some of the live interactions we would do at the live events. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nemesis has been this like, you know, this group of like 13 almost supervillains in strange costumes that have showed up and are sort of threatening the world or maybe not, you know. And uh, it, at this point, it's been revealed in the story that it's like alternate dimension versions of our heroes because we there's a whole multiverse in Ingress too. We kind of rebooted mm-hmm. it a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. You know that original universe like still exists and people cross over from it, but uh, mm-hmm. you know we're in sort of a different world now. Yeah. So uh, how, how does the world of Ingress use like the multiverse theory? Like how does that come into play? Because I know there's like time travel and right. portals and all that. So how do those interact? Actually, going to talk about that a little bit well, later. I was too. just going to say yeah. an excellent segue into the Alex Garland piece we're going to be. Oh on yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode. How do we handle it? Well, like, um, it's interesting. Like when we did the reboot, like we definitely had like gender swaps and sort mm. of like uh, you know like racial swaps. Like yeah, uh, my know. character used to be male, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, I, I sort of sort of <laughs> answered that like, uh, you know, one of the characters thinks that like, hey, there, he's like, I am an Asian man now in this world. Like, maybe I'm destined to exist and it doesn't quite matter who's my, who my parents are. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's a lot of that. But mm-hmm. uh, it's I think I think historically time or there's a lot of future visions in Ingress. And mm-hmm. uh, I think historically that's been sort of spun as like. A vision, a sideways vision into another universe that is mm. slightly ahead of us, as opposed to the future and the world that we're in. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more like a possible thing, like a soft sci-fi type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so a lot of sci-fi. The plot of Nemesis, if I understand it correctly, because <laughs> some of it goes over my head too. Like when you guys send me like long documents about like, hey, prep yourself for like the next live stream. I'm like. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, it's, like, sometimes that document is as much for me as it is for you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, it, because like all of these characters that you've written are like, you know, scientists that are in some way linked to the discovery of XM, you know, the exotic matter. And um, they are all, you know, <laughs> pieces of in this giant chess like set. And um, as far as the Nemesis story goes, right, like the 13 shadow members are somehow uh, threatening the um, the main group of scientists from the Enlightened and the Resistance, right? So now the both those factions have to team up against the members of Nemesis. Yeah, right? and we've sort of maintained, Ingress is fundamentally a game of the two factions against each other. So mm-hmm. like in sort of the anomaly events and the competition, that still exists. But in a broader sense, mm-hmm. they are theoretically all, all aligned against Nemesis. Although gotcha. it's coming out that Nemesis is just maybe from a... A post-apocalyptic world, and are maybe just Spoiler. kind of really in an <laughs> almost like fascist terrorist way, like saying like we just don't want that to happen here, and we're gonna do whatever it is possible to mm. keep that from happening. Yeah, and maybe we're going about it in the wrong way, but like it's kind of like a Looper thing, right? Mm-hmm. Do you all see Looper yeah, the movie? Yeah, Looper. Looper. Right. Uh, going back to like <laughs> just to, as a, as a writer, and what would you say is either your personal goal for Ingress or for the company? Like, what is the main, uh, I guess, goal for the company? Is it to create, like, a following kind of social interaction like, or just have great adventures with their the fans kind of thing I mean, like that? our general company goals are, like, 
get people out walking, discovering their community, meeting people, being social. Uh, that's sort of like general Niantic. And I'm down for all that, of course. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, these days I like to create experiences for people, you know, like mm-hmm. where they get to play a character or play themselves as a character in a, in a fictional kind of world, you know. So I like run RPGs and that was actually the context within which I was originally uh, brought in. Uh, I, uh, I had been writing uh, for a live stream RPG show on uh, Geek and Sundry's Alpha uh, mm. SVOD channel. Cool, cool. And uh, uh, a guy I had met who, had, who went on to become my ba- boss at Niantic uh, <laughs> saw me, uh, I, I had met him at a conference and we spoke two words to each other and added each other on Facebook and didn't talk for years as, uh. as can tend to happen in LA. <laughs> and uh, I think he saw me shamelessly self-promoting this live stream RPG show and uh, he they were trying to get, do some RPG stuff with Ingress and they sort of brought me in as a freelancer just to run uh, some RPGs uh, at Ingress events, you know, in world for the fans. And then at some point they realized like, oh wait, he does ARG and all the other things that we do mm-hmm. and we should probably, you know, just hire him full time, which <laughs> I'm so honest, like, so I wish, I'm still a little shocked that, right. there, is, yeah. that there is a job that has me do all the things I love mm-hmm. and is full time because most of these things are one offs by <coughs> kind of by definition. Mm-hmm. So it's been pretty cool. That's so awesome. That's pretty awesome. Well, you're but, one of the few who's yeah. turned like DMing or GMing an, uh, a TTRPG into like a job. Into yeah. a job. That's I, right. I, well I, I definitely <laughs> found a way to turn being a geek into a job. Which yeah. Is good because yeah. I was going to do it anyway. <laughs> I just think that's cool too. It's like, like you said, mm. you guys only spoke a few words to each other but you know a few years down the line it kind of came out to uh, something great mm-hmm. yeah it's i mean it's yeah it's one of those like i moved to la in 04 uh came from the philly area uh got a job as a subtitler a week later and i had that job for 14 years i called it oh, my wow. day job the entire time uh right. i was doing lots of sort of projects on the side for little to no money and lots of different things those web series and transmedia and tabletop rpgs and ARGs, and uh, I can see in retrospect how A led to B led to C, uh, but I couldn't predict it in the moment, which mm-hmm. tends to be, I think, how that yeah. goes. Yeah. Oh, so we do want to ask you a final question because we know that you're a huge Star Wars fan, and just last week we were talking about the future of the Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to ask you, do you feel that the Star Wars <laughs> franchise is in trouble given recent um, media releases, or do you think, like, there's hope for it yet? Like, how do you feel about how the narratives are going so like far? Like a new hope? <laughs> God. Throw <laughs> them out. Like a revenge of the Sith? Like a... I mean, you know, I, uh... Star Wars was my first sort of geek obsession. It's probably what made me want to be a writer. You know, it's it was number one. Marvel was two. Now Disney mm-hmm. owns... <laughs> All of it. Uh, uh, but I mean, I've honestly been pretty happy with uh, their stewardship of it. I, to, my sort of nadir was the prequels, and like I don't, I you know, I, I'm I'm cool. Like I know that people just a little bit younger than me, like that was their introduction to Star Wars. So I don't sit around and because w- I don't right. want to make people feel bad mm-hmm. for liking the parts of Star Wars that they like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was where uh, that was the low point for me. <laughs> like if I was like if Star Wars was like my religion, I became like an atheist for a while. Uh, I think a lot of people. Did. Yeah, but what are you now? Oh, I'm I'm much more excited about uh, Star Wars again. I, w- you know, so you're agnostic. 
<laughs> what has oh. happened? Or you're like a, a lapsed Taoist. Catholic. Yeah. yeah. Lapsed yeah. Yeah. I, like George R. Martin. Yeah. Relapsed. Yes. I've relapsed back into my Catholic light. Yeah. Catholic light. I, I became, I mean, I, I really you know, loved The Mandalorian. I enjoyed, yes. I really liked, I really liked Galaxy's Edge. Uh, but what did go. you think of the latest films? Oh, boy. <laughs> this is why I want to know. What are you really, Emmett? Yeah. Uh, I loved The Force Awakens. Was fine with Last Jedi and didn't like the last one. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, and and it's that's exhausting. That that's entire, uh, that's pretty. That almost, sounds like what the box office it, thought. It's almost <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, like it's almost like politics now. It's like if you there's so much of the fandom that's like you were wrong for liking or not liking. <laughs> This this thing it's yeah. it's hard it's toxic right there right and even just stating your um your opinion on these three films is kind of it opens you up for a flame war oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's it's kind Welcome. of it is yeah. casting a stone every time you speak about oh, it. oh absolutely yeah. it's I all right bummed that uh, fantasy flights uh, Star Wars RPG line is being discontinued I didn't oh. know that they had one that fantasy flight had one that's yeah. crazy nice uh, I snatched up all the books when I. They laid off all their staff. And was I was it like, like I think they're uh, going to discontinue the books, and then they said that they are. So, uh, was it D twenty based Fate or? Uh, no, it's 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 its own. Uh, well, mm. uh, it's yeah. They got some custom dice. I'm blanking on the. It's I'm blanking on the name of the system. Oh, cool, cool, cool. It's, uh, it's, and it's Genesis. It's called Genesis. Got it. Yeah. So it's Genesis. Yeah. It's like more RP ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that, um, I mean, I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet, but I know that there's so much story and immersive material in the world of it, in the presentation of it. Do you feel like um, the stories or narratives presented in the amusement park actually help add to our understanding of, like, the saga as it stands? Like, does it introduce new material or, like, new characters? Yeah, it does. Uh, I will say that wow. uh, to a lot of extent you yeah. have to seek out uh, that information or and seek out there's lots of tie-in novels and stuff and what's fun about it one of the fun things for that is like I'll be reading the novel and I'll be like I've been there mm -hmm. I've been there <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't usually uh, uh, happen when I'm reading Star Wars books so oh nice yeah. wow well, uh, thank you, Emmett, for being here. Uh, that was super enlightening. That was super cool. If you want to stick around, we're going to talk about some more stuff. Yeah, I can play a game. Um, not on this cast, but, <laughs> <laughs> but as if you're an a extra, real follower and a real fan, you'll, you'll see it on, on YouTube. Yeah, watch us on YouTube okay. when yeah. we play the game. Next. But um, we are going to be talking about um, next Final Fantasy VII. Yay! The remake. The demo remake demo on PS4, which I know a lot of people got their hands on this week. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, only Jen here at the table. No, did you as well? I downloaded it, but I haven't Fail. had it. That doesn't count. Yeah. I watched her. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, so you did watch. I did watch her, and I was uh, commenting. Overall was like, impressions, then? Um, but yeah, so I played this uh, uh, last night. Um, as you can see, I'm kind of dressed as Tifa right now. Tifa. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I played it last night, and God, I was having so many feels. <laughs> It was really crazy because I think I, I've memorized like the camera angles and how everything goes, at least for like the first sixth of the game. Right. Yeah. So to be able to see like all of those scenes played out, like the title card, the title right. song, the entry into the mm -hmm. first when he gets off the train, when they blow up the first Mako reactor, you know what yeah. I mean? These are classic scenarios that they took and put like a 360 camera mm -hmm. and allowed you to look at all sides. I was just staggered at the fact that I could stand in one spot and look in a direction and see like world material that I had right. never been able to see before. I think somebody posted just like the first kind of flying to through uh, into Midgard. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, 
I can't watch this. I was like, I, I want to experience this it's myself. Too much. Yeah, yeah, it's I too much. I haven't seen it or played it yet, but I, I remember when the first trailer came out and mm. how cool that was. And yeah, yeah. Is it just pretty much yeah. the same? Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, because it's, cause it's really mean, just the beginning of the game. So it's like, but yeah, by yeah, that yeah. I mean like the same, yeah, I would. I, it sounds awesome. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it's really great. It, it's in the same, like... Uh, engine as like Advent Children, you know, so everything is like very beautiful yeah. and like high uh -huh. def now. Right. It's no longer the, would you call it 12 bit back when uh, I was? It was uh, a 32 bit system. 32 bit yeah. system, yeah. 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 So like Cloud was still just like this little Polygons, bulgy thing right. with like three spikes <laughs> yeah. for <her> hair. But <laughs> it was basically. Yeah. 12 polygons, it, yeah. yeah. It looked like, it's basically the cutscenes from the original. Mm -hmm. The FMVs uh, is the effects <laughs> for your like gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, how yeah. Good it is, and then, like Barrett, look, it was it was cool seeing Barrett too. Yeah, and, like yeah. even the the machine gun, the detail, right. Gatling, Gatling gun, the Gatling gun, that was awesome. And then uh, yeah, and, you know, because I was watching because I just came home from working. Uh, yeah, all weekend Walter out was of town, watching my stream, and I came, I watched, and I was like. Cool, I'm downloading it. <laughs> I, just, I was so tired that I fell asleep. As downloading on my PS4. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was just watching it. I was like, dude, when you were fighting that mm -hmm. boss, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, go after the tail. Can you check? I, was, I, I know was you were there. trying to micromanage me <laughs> on the channel. Like, Come on, because I was not having it. Because she was like, like, "I'm gonna do what I want to do. How do I defeat this?" So mansplaining it. I know. What did you think of the battle system? Okay, this is really interesting. Yeah. Um, so they tried to marry, I mean, because the original was a turn-based system, right? right. Like, uh, as with all, like, Final Fantasies prior to, like, 11? Prior to, yeah. 11. It's, like, yeah. all very, like, clicky, like, attack, choose an attack. Magic, choose a spell. Right. Heal, choose a thing. Item, choose a thing, you know? Right. And you have to, like, basically be as adept at moving through the menu system right. to, like, be able to attack or advance on anything. But with this one, it does have a very Kingdom Hearts feel because you are moving, like, three-dimensionally, mm -hmm. you know? Like, you can <laughs> travel in any which way. When you attack, you can also, like, hit things in real time. However, you switch settings and you switch spells by using that same kind of menu control. I so see. it can feel kind of counterintuitive because I'm like, oh, now I have to jump between a operative mode and like the aggressive mode, and now I have to switch between spells or whatever. Yeah. But I did talk about this while I was streaming it too, which is that I actually kind of appreciate that because it retains some of the feel of a turn-based system by like selecting menu features. Right. But still using that in real time. It feels more active. Yes, yeah. exactly. Which I think is cool. Yeah, because I was watching that. I was like, you, you were constantly either slashing or shooting. With, mm -hmm. And I was just like, wait, oh, so there's no there's no pause. or you wait your turn. There's some pause when you're switching in between like tactics. Characters. Oh, okay. yeah. And Got characters it. as and well. And characters as mm -hmm. well. So can you do this? I mean, it's a question I've had. Uh, mm -hmm. But can you set like your... Uh, for for example, can you take like Cloud or whatever, and then like mm -hmm. set Barrett and like Yuffie to so do something else? Um, I believe so. Yes, because there are uh, targeting systems, right? So if you Got switch it. between characters, you can set Barrett with his Gatling gun at a security karma uh, camera karma camera, which is out of reach for Cloud's Buster Sword, right? But within reach for his Gatling gun, right? Right. And then he's attacking that while you're like focusing on ground enemies or whatever. Got it. You know, but Fun. it's it's so cool too because like all of the enemies in game are exactly the enemies from the original, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you realize like some <laughs> of these monsters from Final Fantasy don't make 
make any sense at all. Like oh, they're, they never they're did. not even like actual animals. They're not even <laughs> actual human beings. There's this one that looks like I don't know, like a you know those lollipops you get from the circus that are like just like twisted around, right, right, and it right. has like these little thing, floaty tentacles oh, yeah. on the side, and it's just floating in midair, and like four of them come at you, and you're like, <laughs> I don't know what this is. I, should I be threatened? Right. Like I'm just fighting these things. You just go with it. I, I knew uh, what like the kind of ride I was in for while playing Final Fantasy when uh, I think it was Final Fantasy Four mm-hmm. when you run into a cactuar for the first time. Oh my god, oh. cactuars! Yeah, and I was like, "What is this? This looks stupid." And then <laughs> it like one shots you. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> it was like a very op tiny right. cactus toy. Right, right, right. <laughs> but the Final Fantasy, I've always loved the uh, the character designs yeah. for the monsters. They've never made sense to me. They've never made sense, but that's part of the camp of it. I think so. I think yeah. I, like if you look at all the toys or like and this because they usually re- release toys of the, all the summons. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always like wild and fantastical. It, right. It's like a dragon shouldn't look like that, but it Behemoth, does. But it works. Ifrit, yeah. Shiva. Yeah. 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 I remember that was one of the first. Game sort of open world games. I remember like trying to one hundred percent, like you know, mm-hmm. it was like emerald weapon and ruby weapon. Oh wow, yeah. you actually did the weapons! Yeah. Wow, I was too impatient for that. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I in subsequent I games, I found myself too impatient. There were ones oh, where right, I was right. like, I would like pause and go to sleep and go to work and then come back and turn it back on, and then I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I had that was when I finally beat those guys. That was oh yeah, that was something. I'm just. Looking wow. forward to see like all the uh, the ma- the what do you call the, the summons the Shiva, materia the, yeah, yeah. yeah just the go- the the demigods the dude the- Knights of the Round in oh, this new engine gonna is cool. going to be dope and Supernova when you're actually dude. fighting oh, Sephiroth yeah, yeah. I mean Omni uh, Slash Omni Slash <laughs> what? It's gonna Kayla, be so are you dope. Still with us? I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm get you to play. I'm gonna get you. No, to play. I'm listening. I, I, I mean, yeah. but for those of you who don't know, like uh, the Final Fantasy system, if you are attacking, you build up your limit gauge, which is like a special powered up ability. So, like um, a summons or um, certain summons, abilities that was the word I was looking for. can yeah. be part of the uh, that limit break. Omni so then slash, there are different yeah. types of. Um, Abilities, Omni Slash being one of them, which finally Cloud uses to kill Sephiroth. Um, Spoiler. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should know this by now. It's I know. been around for decades. Are we gonna <laughs> Are we gonna say what happens to Aerith? Is that I, what's gonna? I already happen? know. <laughs> I've already seen it. I've I watched know. it. <laughs> I know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they change things in this one. No, I think it's. You the know, same. Cool <laughs> is like. Do you remember in uh, Advent Children how they animated Om- Omni Slash? I don't. Oh, it's so dope. It's like it was. I'm gonna nerd out here, but anyway, it was <laughs> it was um, it was a cloud like suspending Sephiroth, Sephiroth in the air, and then like all seven of the bu- swords that were inside the Buster Sword came Whoa. out. Oh, it was nuts, yeah! And then just like random mm-hmm. in midair. Wow. Yeah, and then he rammed him in midair. Multi sword Bukaki. I'm glad you said it. Suspended. Not me. It's a yaoi moment. They straddled him in midair and rammed him. It's like that meme where there's like all these like this, the knights of the round table with their swords. <laughs> Welcome to the table. Yes. <laughs> You've had your proper introduction to Pan Geekery now. I know. Um, but yeah, knights of the round is basically all the knights around King Arthur's table, mm-hmm. all like going up and you know Having taking their, their turn. turn at smashing your enemy. 
Um, so, really quick from the like chat. Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Gabriel Bosco, uh, did they remaster the soundtrack music? It's so legendary. They did. Oh my God, they, they did. They did. Yeah. Oh my God, okay. So yeah. like the, uh, the original music is very like, it's very midi. You can hear it's a it's patch. Like, somebody played on a synthesizer, yeah. and it's yeah. like, well, that's lovely, and you know, keep that thing. Right. You'll you'll have a future someday, kid. <laughs> but like in this version, it was like full on orchestral, yeah. like it's like living and breathing music. Oh, it's so which good. Is so gorgeous. To this <laughs> to this day, like the f- the best concert I've ever been to is the Final Fantasy concert. Yes, um, I, w- I went to the last one too. Oh, it was so year. good. Curious uh, to hear One Winged Angel. The new, oh, the new one me too. I can't, <laughs> wait. I can't wait. Oh my god! My blood, my brain's all one. over the screen. <laughs> <laughs> we should like stream that live and just you know, so people can clip me, my head blowing up. Head blowing up, and then us picking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not He's even that. Just actual like, close up as yeah. it's happening. I know. <laughs> oh my god! I'll call it out, guys. It's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what I did notice in this uh, demo was that a lot of uh, dialogue and cutscenes and extra little interactions are added that are not right. part of the original. I think to fill out some space in uh, that was maybe fill out some stuff that was missing from the original narrative or to like just fill us in on mm. stuff that's going on. So like even in the title sequence when Aerith walks through the alleyway and comes back out and then the camera zooms up to a bird's eye view. This is being very geeky right now. Mm-hmm. That we spend a lot longer with Aerith coming down the alleyway because right. there's like more story material there. Or like when you're helping fight the first Mako reactor, uh, Jesse one of the members of Avalanche asks you about like, oh, do you know Tifa? Right. And it's like, well, that conversation never happened. <laughs> but I assume if you went to blow up a Mako reactor together, you would be having conversations, right? So right. Like, they have to think about these things. And it's so smart the way they put them together. Is, is all that like dialogue too? It's like recorded dialogue? Or is mm-hmm. it, oh, wow, they yeah. recorded all of that. Huh? They did. I could have been you, Earl. I know. <laughs> you slacked. You could have been Barrett. Yeah. What up? Yeah. I could have been Barrett. I know. I, that would have been interesting. In the, I said in the playthrough, too, I was like, right. I really want to just stay here to see how long they're going to have idling conversations and how long right. that will go on for. But, you know, the game made me move forward, so I wasn't <laughs> able to listen to that. But I'm very curious to see how much dialogue they would have and about what. I wonder if you'll be able to do that in um, the, the retail version. Mm-hmm. I wonder too. Yep. Wedge and Biggs still hanging around, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Wedge and Biggs are there. Biggs is hot, man. <laughs> he looks like I mentioned this in the game cast as well. He looks like um like an Asian Nathan Drake meets Solid Snake. Mm. Whoa, that's Asian Nathan Drake uh, meets Solid Snake. So there's it's like, like the beginning of a rap song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can te- I already know that that guy's testosterone level is like up here somewhere. <laughs> just just floating yeah. in your hand. There's more testosterone that his body can handle. It's just <laughs> things to aspire to, Earl. Yeah, yeah. Oh my I know. God. Well, thanks. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God. Um, Damn. Anyway. Savage. But yeah. Uh, cool. Excited for the April Step release. April. Yeah, same yeah. here. Uh, it's only two months away, right? Or one month away? One, one, month, one month away. away. Yeah, one month away. Yeah. It's going to be cool. I got that much time to finish Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> finish oh my the damn god! Game. You're not gonna it's finish so it in long. time. It's long. Just, it's just, a long ass game. Just power through it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Anyway, um, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Devs, which is a series on Hulu. Um, the showrunner is Alex Garland, who has also run um, 
other games, other shows. Well, Alex Garland. <laughs> We're not going to say which ones. He's the director but of Ex Machina, which Ex starred Machina, Alex, Alicia Vikander. He wrote um, it, too. He yeah. wrote it yeah. as wrote well. He also directed uh, Annihilation. Pretty sure he wrote that as well. Mm -hmm. That's right. He yeah. did. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Oh, he adapted yeah, but it he, from the novel, but he wrote, but the he wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Everybody saw the first episode. Yes, we did. Well, what? except not Emmett, Emmett but we're going to Are you okay? We're going to tell you what happens. I'm okay with Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, honestly, <laughs> there's not much going on in the first episode <laughs> this in is terms true. of plot points. Can we just talk about Alex Garland's pacing cuz right. he okay. has a special Absolutely like, he does. signature tone of right. his, which is very like noir-esque mm -hmm. is the best way I can describe it, right? Right. Things are kind of like eerie and like tightly wound, but it's a lot also of what's not going too on. much happens, right. but then you know something's wrong. Mm -hmm. There's all of this. Well, all there's of this a sense of foreboding, which yeah. actually lends itself to the horror genre in many yeah. aspects, mm -hmm. which you can see in an Annihilation. Yeah. I still need to see I, that. I, oh my God, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I actually don't have a problem with this pacing. I think it's I don't think, I don't perfect for the for the genre itself. Yeah. There's a lot of exterior location shots. There's a lot of like, you know, zooming in. There's a lot of, you know, the soundtrack that's very chilling. Right. Um, and I think that taps into a lot of anxieties that people have in regards to technology and the mm -hmm. abuse of technology. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's trying to kind of, that's what yeah, he's trying to uh, get across in his narratives. Mm -hmm. I don't know, personally. And I love his opening sequences. Mm -hmm. They're always really well thought out. Maybe he's not the best director when it comes to performances. I don't know. Oh, Annihilation. Oh, about that right now? oh, I don't know. I just, I, I just dipped myself, Because I have feelings. About I that have too. feelings well, as well. Annihilation yeah. and Ex Machina, I think, were great when right. it came well, to yeah. casting. Well, Alicia Vikander is like yeah. everyone. A no, like everyone in his movies are great. I don't know how I felt about this show casting. -wise. Right. Same. Mm. And anyway. I, yeah, go general, for it. general, yeah. general thoughts yeah, first. Yeah. Or, yeah, general thoughts mm -hmm. first. So, I mean, generally, the story is about this uh, quantum company, right? That has like an AI division, has like a data division or something, and then it has a dev division. division. Yeah. So we don't exactly know from the first pilot episode what exactly the devs department does yet, right. except that it's like the most secretive division within Amaya. And uh, there's a couple that works there, right? Uh, the woman is played by Sonoyo. Uh, Mizuko? Mm -hmm. Sonoya. Sonoya Mizuno. Mizuno, right? sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the um, the boyfriend is played, well, I mean, he plays Sergei. the character Sergei. And uh, they both work at this company, and then Sergei gets promoted to the devs department, and then subsequently has a mental breakdown and is murdered. So <laughs> With a plastic bag. With a plastic right. bag by yeah. his employers, which I'm not sure I understand why yet. Oh well, he was. Well, stealing he he stealed. He stole their code. Yeah, oh. remember he was in the watch. His watch. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So then a lot of like, you know, they 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 set you up for this like kind of anxiety thing because right. when you see Sergey first look at the code when he enters the devs department, he like subsequently has like a mental. Breakdown, right yeah, and yeah. then yeah. like throws up in the bathroom, you know. But it's not clear what the code is. Right. Exactly. It could be anything. So his boss says something. His boss doesn't even tell him what to do. It's he Nick just Offerman, says, "I'm not going to tell you." Yeah, dude from <laughs> The Hangover. Yeah. No, 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 no. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. You're but he's also of, from The Hangover, isn't he? You're no, thinking that's of Zach Galifianakis. Galifianakis. Oh, Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> 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 oh, shit, that's right. Oh. Dude, they look so the similar. They yeah. made 
Zach Galifianakis's hairstyle, same, but right? put it's it on Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Oh yeah. my god! It's it was so different. I was just like, is that Offerman? I had to yeah. look it up on Yo. IMDb to make sure it All was. Right. Him. Yeah. My brain's blown. Right but also, now. Alison Pill is in it. Alison oh, Pill, right, right, who's right. also in Picard. In yeah. Picard. Yeah. She's in like yeah. every. She's in every sci-fi like sci-fi as a supporting character. Right. But he doesn't tell Sergey what to do. He right. says, you're going to figure it out. Yeah. And then Sergey immediately has a breakdown in the mm. bathroom. Now, I don't read code. It doesn't but, matter. Either. Okay, I was going to say, did that mean anything to you guys? Because I was looking at it and I was like, uh, what does it mean? It's. I think right now it's all about conjecture. What mm. could this what possibly could this be? Potentially and what does it mean? Like, represent? Right. It could be, is this like um, the perfect simulacrum of God? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what is it? It could well, be anything. Well, uh, uh. not Zach. Galifianakis, <laughs> whatever his name Nick is, Nick Offerman. Right. Nick Offerman. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Forrest. This is the Forrest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that his he name? He yeah. says, "I don't believe in the multiverse. Right. Uh, the universe is deterministic. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no such thing as free will. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it has something to do with some kind of existential universal." Well, it could yeah. be that. God and concept. There's a lot of foreshadowing w- with regards to that yeah. because, like, yeah. the, the whole thing that got Sergei into the door was mm-hmm. the tapeworm yeah. experiment. Him predicting the movements Movement. of a, a nematode. A nematode. Right. Using Whatever. software. Yeah. 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 Using an algorithm. So it was. Uh, and uh, when he talked about like quantum computing, I mean, mm-hmm. and th- just the longer the simulation goes, the larger the number crunching gets. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of mind boggling when you think about mm-hmm. the odds that you would have to calculate to make this happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that he ta- he brings up the multiverse is uh, is just an interesting thing because that mm-hmm. always gets connected somehow to quantum right. computing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you understand the the, um, the concept of quantum computing? Yes, all of it, every single concept. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Every single one of them. I get them. All of them. <laughs> Everything all I learned them. about quantum computing, I learned I, from Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that actually doesn't do too bad of a, uh, really? an explanation of quantum yeah. computing. Well, Professor Balon. Wait, okay, so <laughs> if, you, if you, yeah, explain. Well, so when you have like an, uh, an uh, an ordinary computer. Yeah, you can jump in on this too. I'm Emmett, guessing. you can jump in whenever you like. Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, Don't mind if I, I do. I think what oh. is the idea? Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah no, is no. like um, that y- there's a bunch in the multiverse. There are a bunch of other similar computers that are running computations that. Uh, right. So, so that's a theory, anyway. It's like so when you have a, a, a regular computer. A, mm-hmm. A machine, right? Well, like the one we're using right now, everything is built on the concept of binary. It's either one or zero. Or it's zero. either on and off mm-hmm. or off. In a quantum computer, they can uh, exist in two super states or three super states, neutral, off, and um, on. Mm-hmm. So they can uh-huh. exist in all those at different times. Wait, like the cat? Kind of like a short cat, yeah, except with three modes and stuff, okay. too. Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, the the theory is that maybe that's what people, some people think, is that that's tapping into an alternate... Uh, um, a different reality, re- re- yeah, reality, mm. like oh. a multiverse for it to exist. But he says he's states. not a fan of the multiverse theory. But it's just a conjecture. Or, remember, just, it's a, it's like a misdirection. Sergey offered something uh, during that presentation, right? He said like it can either be a some long drawn out theory, which I don't remember uh, him saying, or mm. it could be the multiverse theory, and right. then right. Oh, right, 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 shoots right, right. down the multiverse theory. Right. Yes. So it could be that like whatever Devs is working on, because you know there is this entire sequence when Nick Offerman's character is walking Sergey through the field to get to Devs and asks him, what do you think Devs is about? You know? And at the very, very end, Forrest offers it's alchemy. That's all he says. Oh, he does say that. Well, yeah. he's talking about, um, what is he? He's talking about something in particular that is alchemy. I forgot what it was. 
Um, he says this, it's alchemy. But I guess, I, I mean, that's kind of what he's doing too. He's trying to predict, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. predict movement, trying to predict um, um, the goings of the universe. Whether or not that's what they're working on at devs mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I think... I don't know. This has got me like uh, hooked enough to like watch another, at least another episode. Man, I wonder if the Sergey was able to predict where it was going, and that's what made him sick. Like, just he could see where the code was going to go, regardless if he was smarter than everyone else. He's like, I know where this is going. I think he's enough together. Right. Whether it kills people or Mm -hmm. world, but remember he talked to uh, Pilly Girl. Allison Pill's Allison character. Pilly Girl. I don't know his people's names. <laughs> Pilly Girl. Hey, he, Pilly Girl. He spoke to Pilly Girl, and uh, he said, doesn't this change everything? Mm-hmm. And she says, if it's true, then it, it changes, changes nothing. nothing. What does that mean? I was yeah. like, well, I need to know. What does that mean? That could mean a lot of things. I yeah. think that's a deterministic yeah. statement, right? right. Probably, Which is that yeah. like, oh, like, does everything change then if anything could just be anything? Yeah. No, because then anything could just be anything. Dude, that's, it could be, that's determinism. It could I love be, it. It, it could be <laughs> as simple as like, um, them, um, hey, Aaron Davis, thanks for the sub. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Hey. <laughs> it could be something simple as like they're finally breaking through the wall of the matrix that I everything, think so. yeah. everything is uh, a simulation. So it could be as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. It could be that they're finally understanding the uh, an algorithm that um, mimics um, a deity, God. It could mm, be something I think like so. that. Yeah. It could be yeah. a lot of it things. It could be the. Uh, what does it call it? The Higgs boson kind of god Higgs particle? God oh, particle. The god Except particle. The, yeah. the, qu- uh, the quantum computing right. equivalent of that. It, it makes right? all gravity work. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, well, what is? What do you think about, because uh, we brought it up already, the, the acting, the casting. Oh, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the acting. But here's the thing. I don't know. I think his... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I mean like you, you can this say is whatever. just this my is, personal. This opinion. is a safe space. But the internet. I, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No one will ever hear it again. The internet. Yeah. <laughs> safe to share awesome. our opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Start it off. Yeah. Okay, Rodney is starting off. So I've watched. They have two episodes actually up online. So I watched both. Okay. Okay. Mainly because I wanted to see because the first episode, mm-hmm. the main actress Sonoya. didn't have so much to do. Right in right. in in, this in the first episode. episode. Oh, okay, yeah. It wasn't as much, right? Yeah. So I, because because like literally, she to me right. is the biggest flaw of Ooh. of the her acting. The whole production, yeah. the casting of her was the biggest flaw. Because the cine- cinematography is amazing. Yeah, the music is the amazing. amazing. Like the concept. I mean, obviously, we're only two episodes in. The concept yeah. seems like amazing. But like her acting is like, like leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. It, it is right? hard to watch. So hard it was really yeah. There were some times with it. So that and then the the boyfriend, the Russian guy. Sergei. I recognize him from some other things, but we won't get into that. <laughs> no, I so Sergey. So what did you see? Caitlin, walk us through what uh, Sergey. So the I the the episode opens up, and I'm like, oh my god, it's the dude from Love, the movie Love by Gaspar Noé, where oh, it's love, like right, they're right, like. Yeah. Like the first five minutes is him nutting on screen. Right, yeah. yeah oh. So it's it's all unsimulated sex and like the majority of the film is just people banging, you right. know. And then I thought, why does he have this weird Russian accent? So I thought his acting was really good, but the accent was tripping me up. Right. Because I was like, why does he why couldn't they just cast 
someone with a real Russian accent or someone who could actually pull it off convincingly. He's got a great actor though. Right. Really. He's he's Zoe Kravitz's husband. Really? Factoid for y'all oh tonight. God. That's Zoe so Kravitz's husband. Yeah, you lost that to Sergey. That's Jason Momoa's son-in-law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's anyway. Zoe Kravitz's husband. Yeah. I, I Well, it's because you brought up the accent, I'm yeah. going to bring it up uh, with regards to Sanoya. Sanoya. And um, she's, a, she's British, right? She's, she's British yeah. and half Japanese. Right. But I, I assume she was born in, in... She has a British accent. Yeah, she's British actually. Na- oh, naturally. like a British nationality. Yeah. Yes. And... Yeah. Um, I was just like, just let her speak in her, <laughs> yeah, her, why her is she British accent. accent. <laughs> because like, British. It's, like English. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's easy for us to say because like we're used to this, you know, this non-regional like California dialect. Mm-hmm. But, but like, yeah. a lot of it, it's distracting because yeah. it's it's not um, it's not a hundred percent on point. But the thing yeah. is, in part of the story though, right. is that she's a third generation Chinese American. Right, right. And he is a Russian immigrant. Right. In yeah, so you're saying they could have just hired a Chinese American yeah. actor. I know. <laughs> no, but they right. wanted it, well, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, You know what? Casting, it was kind so, of funny yeah. and I don't know if um, you know what? Sometimes I just look for things to be offended by. Um, <laughs> I appreciate your honesty yeah. there, at least. No, but I'm not nearly as bad as most people. Uh, I think people just I'm want, no, people want that, to be offended, but right. I didn't even realize that she was Asian. Like, I saw her, and then when they said, oh, yeah, my girlfriend's Chinese, I was like, no, she's not. And then I looked at her more closely in the next scene, I was like, oh, fuck, it's the chick from Ex Machina. Right. You know? Right. I totally forgot that you told me she was going to be in it. She, yeah. She's and I, I don't know. I just kind of didn't really buy it as much. I don't know. I know she's biracial, but um, I was like, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I hope it gets better. Uh it's a weird choice. I feel like um, just let you people use their natural accents if, unless. Mm. You know, I don't even think it's just her accent yeah. though. It's right. her stick figure. I mean, it could be just dimensional way of acting. Yeah. I feel like it's simple. a it's the British actor thing. Is to just you got to have an American just role mumble. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you're British Australian, you have to have yeah. at least one yeah. several yeah. roles as an American. Yeah, but I do feel like Alex Garland does have a. Th- a penchant for like that kind of like mumblecore type <laughs> yeah. acting. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's also totally a fan mumblecore. of mumble rap. I deny um, your liking of that. Because cr- no. there's the there's the woman who uh, plays Jen in uh, Devs, who was oh, also yeah. six from Stranger Things, and she was bad in that one too. Ouch. What was she in Stranger Things? She was six, like Elle's oh, six. Elle's two. Little brother. Yeah. 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 Experimental sister. Right. Um, yeah, know. she was also in this. And she was very expressive in Stranger Things, but right. they also kind of like stoiced her down for yeah. depths, you know? So I think it's like also uh, a stylistic choice. I think, so I think it's the because he has that kind of style even in um, uh, Annihilation. Right. I couldn't get through Ex Machina. I'm sorry. I know. I think like you like Annihilation. It's a I different writer. I'll, I think yeah. I'll definitely like Annihilation more, but it's I really still could tough. not get through Ex Machina. It's very grating for me. Like the pacing is just like not enough reward for the amount of time they're asking me to wait for it. That's how I feel about a Jane Austen novel. Like all her novels are like that to me. I I don't (laughs) feel that way. I I, I loved 
Pride and Prejudice and I love Sense and Sensibility, but that's not what we're talking about. I understand, but like, I'm just surprised that you guys are saying that because Mm. I usually have the shortest attention span. Mm. I'm usually the one who's like, this is going too slow. I need it to go faster. But I feel like this one for me, I don't know, maybe Mm. it's just very sensory and atmospheric. That's why I enjoy it. Here's my problem, real quick, sorry. um, Is that I feel like when you go at this pacing, you either have to make a huge payoff at the end that you couldn't see coming. But at this rate, I feel like they're delaying me just to withhold information from me that I would have otherwise pieced together had the pacing been different. Mm. You know what I mean? I could see that. So I just, I feel slightly cheated it's out of the narrative like because it's yeah. just deliberately like suspended from me. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Interesting. As for Emmett, that's a good question for you. Uh, like as a as writer, mm-hmm. like what do you think about those, that kind of writing or even when, um, delayed like gratification mm-hmm. uh, I mean I, generally I'm for it but I've definitely experienced things where I'm like oh no like yeah I you, <laughs> exactly too much, much. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know that's a big part of what I do in the RPGs I run like it's mm-hmm. like pace this stuff out over time right yeah you have to find like a level of like how how willing are people uh, to participate if you like delay the gratification of something you right. know, like what is the correct balance of like feeling like you're following the proverbial carrot on your nose versus like because the longer you yeah. delay it the bigger it I want the be. payoff exactly. to be the but the yeah. needs to be. some of his stuff I'm just like oh yeah. yeah that's the payoff I mean like lost <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> anyway I am always going <laughs> to hey now I lost <laughs> <now there. laughs> staunch uh, uh, opponent of the end of lost Will did you like be. the uh, end of lost I d- I I didn't hate it as much as everyone else. Just <laughs> I, I had still hated it. No, one specific thing that I wanted it to not be, and it wasn't that thing. So I was like, okay. As long as what, what was that thing? I just, I, I weirdly, I thought it was going to be like that one of those two timelines was invalidated. And then I was like, what was the point of us even watching it? Mm-hmm. But right. weirdly, it wasn't because they were in purgatory. Yeah. So that's it's like, how I read so it. I'm like, you Pur- couldn't do the thing I didn't want you to purgatory. do. I don't really like what you did, but. All right. See, I haven't even seen the show, and that's already making me mad. Like the whole <laughs> purgatory bullshit thing. Oh yeah. That's what people said at the very beginning of the show too, right? Was like, but I saw it's the about first the journey. I don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> I don't give a hundred shits. I, but I, I thought you didn't season. like the ending. I didn't. Oh, so it is about it is about the ending also, not just the journey. Is what you were trying to say? I was I was just mocking. He was people. mocking okay. people <laughs> like, that were saying it's yeah. about the journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could do that too. I could literally sit down and shit out a story oh, and man. make it like interesting during the journey Here's yeah. the and then thing. give no payoff. Yeah. Here's the thing. That's true. I mean, Lord. Yeah. Of- I should. <laughs> yeah. I, I do mean, it every time I run at the end. D&D, yeah, yeah. 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 Here's the thing Lord of the Rings is about the journey too. You can say it is right. all about the journey. But However, the ending's great. You, that's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank Sorry, you for guys, waiting. I'm waiting. slow today. Thank yeah. you for waiting for my thing. Sorry. It's about the journey, yes. But the ultimate end is to defeat Sauron, and they do do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, do, do. like, do, 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 do. What was that? That scared me. I don't know. It sounded like something. It Sauron. What if it's an earthquake? It was Sauron. He <laughs> didn't Sauron, like what we said. The enemy of the free peoples of Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I mean, is that, like, ultimately the ending needs to culminate in something that makes the journey feel worthwhile. Right. And if the journey itself was only the reward, the only reward that you got, I'm sorry, but I don't buy into the alchemist <laughs> yeah, in it. that way. <laughs> but yeah. because Whoa, Whoa, don't be speaking about the alchemist like, <laughs> like that. That should change my life. The book. Okay. I am the where I am today. The ending is the beginning? Like, fuck off. Oh, you're <laughs> the, <laughs> the smartest part. He was lying on top of the treasure from the beginning. <laughs> it's 
about the journey. Oh God, yeah. I just like shut myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna continue watching devs. I don't know if you guys. I are, think yeah. I will too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys can I'll tell continue. me about it. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Oh, watch, I'm done. Oh, watch thanks to episodes. Yeah. Um. So uh, let's move on to our geeky Rex. Our geeky Rex. Who has any geeky Rex oh, for this fuck. week? Oh. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. geeky Rex. First of all, is something that you're really like into right now. That you would like to share with uh, yeah. that's perhaps lesser known yeah. or like not as mainstream or like or it could Please. be something mainstream yeah, yeah. or yeah. but yeah. you know preferably something very unique to you yeah well, I've got something for that okay yeah uh, I have gone way down the rabbit hole on this LARP called Twin Mask uh, it's, what my, is that? it's my first LARP uh, um uh, is that one that John is running John and um, John Bassett I, yeah John Bassett yeah awesome mm-hmm. dude that's so that's so crazy yeah so the first the only time I've ever LARPed was with John. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway. It's it's the best. It's my it's like all the things I love about immersive theater and tabletop role playing, wow. except like forty hours at a time and oh my god, three yeah. hundred people weekends. and yeah. are you like camping there? Or yeah. Like yeah. I got an Airbnb. Most people camped. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that sounds fun. Where do you guys, so do, you guys time. Where do you do it? Uh, this one is in Corona. No relation to the virus. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope not. Uh, uh, <laughs> sure. sure. That's what they all say. Uh, it's We're at all a, tested uh, after this. Renaissance <laughs> Fair site. So it's like this little old timey town. Is it by like, Irwindale? Town. I don't know. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're not really from here. but No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's, it's yeah, it's just the rabbit hole goes very, very deep wow. if you want yeah. to. Uh, and uh, yeah, are you what? playing? Oh yeah, I was wondering a specific character of some kind. Yeah, I'm playing or? an elf. Although that's that's a bad word. In the, it's like uh, we're called a fendel, and so I have to wear ears, you know, and right. like prosthetic ears. Yeah. yeah, or I mean, some people just. Call, I actually got some silicon ears, but like, yeah, uh-huh. you, it kind of runs the gamut. Uh, I guess well? Jeff Goldblum played last year. There's like a wow. segment on. He did it for his show, you know, the Disney Plus show. <laughs> yeah, there's a segment where, and he was like winking at it. It didn't take it quite as seriously as right. the rest of us do. But oh. I mean, what am I saying? I've only been there one time. So, yeah. uh, but no I, what's your weapon? Uh, like a dagger. I'm like more assassin-y. I've got kind of. How much do you pay kind of to kind of attend these kinds? Of it's events. sixty bucks for the weekend. Oh, that's wow. it. Yeah. And do you make friends and all that? Oh yeah. Wow. There's a big community. It's like they have uh, every week in North Hollywood. They have fight practice because it's a. Oh yeah. I've see, seen know. those guys. Yeah. And do you have to kill people. Uh, you don't have to. You can you can you sort of studiously want. avoid yeah. uh, fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole like four hour NPC shift you do where like you do whatever they ask you to do. Like mm-hmm. one time I was like part of this youth gang and we just like like <laughs> were, ran around and be as as obnoxious as possible. We were called the Salamanders <laughs> and got arrested. And at the time we were these assassins like hiding in alleys and like ambushing people. And uh, oh my god, it's a good way to like sort of stakes free combat because like I'm like I don't want my guy to die, but uh, as this so kind of NPC, whatever. I have to ask, in something as large scale as this, for as long as it's going for, how is there, like, is there, like, a main director? How do people stay on narrative? Or is it just this giant improv game for 40 hours? There is story staff, and they have uh, what they call mods, mm-hmm. and they'll be walking around with white headbands, which indicate that they're, like, not present, but they sometimes sort of have us all close our eyes and narrate some stuff that they can't, that can't physically happen uh. because it's, like, magical. Right. But, but, you know. Oh, wow. So there's, like, moments of, like, suspended disbelief or, yep. like, narrative insertion where you're like okay close your eyes and imagine this so this is the reality now yeah and there's a lot of agency to like you can also go go to them be like i'd like to research a spell that does this and it will take a while but you know (laughs) there's a lot of agency you know like i want to explore this Mm storyline and and, you know just like any game master they'll be like well we weren't planning to do that but since you want to do it 
uh, let's figure that out. Like you don't yeah, just have cool. to stick to the script of whatever they're doing, and and you can make your own game. Some people, I go and talk to the people who are just there the fight, and I try to tell them about like the deep lore stuff I found. I see their eyes glazing over because no, that's fine. Some people just wander around and be like merchants, and uh, I, you know, mm, uh, I'm cool. sort of political like story guy, RP guy. Wow. So just yeah. Because you could, yeah, because uh, you could be a merchant there and actually be a real merchant and just have yeah. a table <laughs> like and sell actually, stuff no, too, right? do sell like, stuff, and some, sometimes <laughs> it's for in-game money, sometimes it's for real money, sometimes it's either. Wow. Uh, that's cool. Uh, it's 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 so much fun. Like that's I, great. I, I and there's food there, I assume too. Food, you're more or less on your own. You know, hunt for, you got to hunt for your own food. But so you, you can't like, buy food <laughs> off yeah. these merchants. This is Forty hours. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think there was a chef, but like. You know, there's Long a county lines, right? and you need to have like special, you know. Uh, Way to take you out of it. There should be like yeah. roast <laughs> beef spewing on a stick. I'm sure there's a food truck somewhere near Somewhere in the top of Anybody else have a geeky wreck? Oh, um, oh uh, for me, I just uh, uh, altered carbons. Season two. Season carbons? two. Carbons? Carbons. Carbon. Like, just one Abram. <laughs> well, there's more than one of him, so it's a... <laughs> Carbon. Carbon who's or the, uh, the lead actor this time around? Um, it's Falcon. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Right, right. And then... But interesting storyline for Takeshi Kovac. Kovac. Nice. I want to say Kovacs, but it's, they say Kovac. Kovac. Yeah. Kovac. The uh, RPG for that is, I think, on Kickstarter now. Mm. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Friends of mine cool. put that together, so that's... Wow. Check that out. I need to finish yeah. the first season. Yeah. I, I was enjoying it, and then I watched it with my friend, and he he shat on it, and then I became embarrassed to like it. <sighs> no, so, I, mean, I, sh- I should not be. A, I should not be. You know, I had some of my Facebook friends kind of like shit on it. Yeah, um, and they weren't too happy about the ending. But I, I mean, it was okay. I was okay. I wasn't mad. I, w- I didn't feel like it was like lost. And I there it opens it up mm-hmm. to the third season. Right. Um, cool. And yeah, I I was I was like, okay, cool. I'm happy with it. Let's see the third season. Mm. So I didn't hate nice. it. I didn't like super love it, but pretty neutral. Yeah, very cool. Uh, anybody else? Um, I downloaded this app called Tappy Tune. Aww, <laughs> that sounds so cute. Yeah, Tappy Tune. Um, I'm well. I'm getting mad because they keep making <laughs> they keep making me pay for more tokens to read more chapters. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a comic? It's a like webtoon? manga. <laughs> oh, it's like a webtoon. It, you remember you remember that horse? Pr- okay, don't look. There's nudity. Um, you know, there's different, different genres, different genres, you know. So romance. <laughs> different genres. But I've been, you know, I'm kind of, it's like crack. I, I buy these novels. Wait, and then how do you they know s- how crack works? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Walter. But, you know, I they, 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 they bait you with these, like beginning chapters mm. and they right. hook you that way and then they say you must unlock more tokens Microtrans. to buy more chapters right. but they, they make it so that like you have to do the math to figure out how many tokens you need to buy <laughs> to finish up the book you lost Classic. me there already yeah, and, <laughs> then, and then you like calculate it wrong and you're not even halfway through the book are yet. these Chinese de- developers because they would do something like that I think that. so yeah. <laughs> that's totally yeah, yeah, I think so. and Chinese like, escape room games are just math tests yeah 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 you have like, to like calculate how many tokens and how many packages I'll you need to like buy I'll be like that meme with the <laughs> but it's great. Check it out, y'all. Tappy Tune. Dude, for some reason, when you said Tappy Tune, I thought to myself, like, it's going to be like Tap Tap Revolution or something. No, no. no, no. Like, it plays like a nice song if you tap on the keys. Oh, that's cute. No, 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 no. No, no. no it's, it's comics. Comics. It's comics. Webtoons. Yeah. Webtoons, okay. yeah. 
Well, um, I, I haven't been doing anything apart from being in Man of God, but <laughs> I will recommend um, an app series that I have always really enjoyed by the Rusty Lake uh, developers, and it's Cube Escape. So it's like um, a series of escape room games that are all narrative-themed and very trippy, kind of eerie and scary, Ooh. very in the same realm of Twin Peaks. Ooh. So very, like... 80s style cool. horror but eerie but also escape room style the art is like very simplistic and fantastic wait sorry so what is this it's it's, it's escape room games that you can play on your on phone. your app okay yeah gotcha. and there are separate apps for each different like um kind of world within the larger world of rusty lake right. so there's like a number of games. There's like 10, 11 games. Most of them are free. Um, you can finish all of those. And then there are two or three that are paid, which are very worth it considering they're only like a couple of bucks and then you get a much longer game that's like a compendium of the story material plus like some new added world stuff. So I really recommend it. There's one that's set in Arl, like Vincent van Gogh's uh, you know, bedroom and Arl painting. Right. There's ones that are set in a hotel, theater, all that kind of stuff. Cool. Cool. Awesome yeah. stuff. I have no recs. Um, that's I, it. I have a rec. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. Um, it's this game called Ingress. Ah. <laughs> um, I was waiting for that. I just heard about it. It's, uh, it's written by this really cool guy, Emmett Fury. <laughs> no relation to and, uh, <laughs> it stars this, uh, one of the stars is uh, Jennifer Zhang. Oh, cool. Oh, so, Jen Zhang. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard about her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, She's thanks everybody for watching. <laughs> 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 uh, the joke is dead. Um, so thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you to the chat. Uh, just want to say a shout out to Guts Heat. Uh, uh, actually, around the table really quick. Oh. One word, uh, resistance or enlightened. Victoria Carees is resistance, so I'll say resistance. Enlightened. Resistance. 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 Yes! Awesome. Yeah. We win. All right. So, um, yeah, shout out to Guts Heat. Shout out to Gabriel Bosco. Thank you, guys. Shout out to v uh, Vifa Bella and Aaron Nabis. And also, um, there was one more. Um, Pan Geek Groupie. I'm not sure who that wow. is. She got her first groupie. Yeah. Groupie? Shout out to you. I'll see you at the side show. <laughs> they sub too. Thank you for the sub. In the green room. Um, all right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, Thank guys. you to PWC for hosting us once again. Thank you. PWSC. Uh, PWCSC.org. Yeah. We can um, One day you'll get it, Earl. One day. <laughs> Emmett, where can we find you? Uh, I'm Emmett Fury everywhere. So it's my website. Uh, it's E-M-M-E-T-T-F-U-R-E-Y. That's my Twitter and uh, Facebook and all the places. Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. Thank Great. you for joining us once again. Thank yeah, you. Uh, let's give a round of applause <laughs> for Mr. Emmett Fury. Uh, thank you to the cast, to the crew. Uh, remember to see us here next week, Monday, 8 p.m. at twitch.tv slash pangeekery. Hit us up on all the socials. Hit up those donate buttons and the affiliate links. All that stuff, it's on our page. Subscribe. Subscribe. Woo. Get your friends to subscribe. All right. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.